If you're thinking of buying a property and you're planning to borrow some money to do it, you might be wondering, should I just go and talk to my bank or should I go and talk to a mortgage broker? Do mortgage brokers charge for consultations? What's my next step? So if you're in that position, today's podcast should be of interest to you because I'm talking to Kieran McAllister of GMC Mortgages, who's been a mortgage broker for many years. And we're going to talk to him about the best approach for first time buyers, people trading up, people trading down and people living abroad and buying in Ireland. So my big thanks to Kieran and my thanks to you, as always, for listening. And the first thing is first-time buyers, Kieran. Can I just ask you, let's say I'm a first-time buyer and I want to borrow, myself and my partner want to borrow 350000 to buy a house. And I've always banked with a bank. Let's say it's AIB or Bank of Ireland since I was in college or since I got my first job. And they're offering me a loan. Yeah. And someone says, oh, you should talk to a broker. And I think, really, should I talk to a broker? You know, if my bank's prepared to give me a mortgage... What kind of savings am I likely to make by talking to a broker on a loan of that? Is it really worth going through all the hassle of the paperwork or is it definitely worth going through? It's that? definitely worth your while. Okay. We won't waste your, waste your time. Right. If we can't save you money or you've already achieved the best rate available mm-hmm. or the higher loan amount, mm-hmm. your own bank is restricted on their, in their products and their interest rates. Right. Okay. So for instance, if you were a lifelong uh, customer of Bank of Ireland um, a lot of Irish people would say oh yeah it's easier they've mm-hmm. got all my statements they've known me exactly. since I was a student mm-hmm. or whatever be that good or bad mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> they have my current account they have my credit card my father's mortgage is with them yeah Irish people show loyalty to their own bank yeah okay Bank of Ireland have got the highest variable rate on the market right okay. by about 1% okay, okay. and yet they're still people come into me I'm happy with Bank of Ireland they have a cashback offer in place, but they, that disguises the fact that when you come out of that, if you're on a fixed rate for two or three years, you come out onto the highest variable on the market. And it has been like that for quite a while. So there definitely is value to it. Right. Like myself, we don't charge a fee. Yeah. Banks pay us for our business. If we can save you 40 euro or 50 euro a month or even 25 euro a month on your monthly repayment, mm-hmm. that works out a lot over the term of the mortgage. You could save up to... I suppose point two of a difference in your repayment. Yeah. Um, that could save you about twelve thousand euro of the term of the mortgage. Wow. And point seven could save you about forty thousand euro. Wow, yeah. that's really so significant. It is, it's a significant savings, right. and it's important that you review your mortgage. Yeah. Over the neck, over every every couple of years, every two or three years, you sit down and you see can you get a a cheaper rate with your current lender. Oh. Or is there a refinance package available with right. another lender? Okay. Who so. potentially could give you a cheaper rate, cover your solicitor's fees. Yeah. So no charge yourself. I think the majority of people, they don't want to go through the whole process yes. of getting all the documentation Inertia. again. Yeah. You know, yeah. people shop in different supermarkets to save 30 euro on their weekly shop. I think it's worth your while to save 40,000 on your mortgage. That's a really good yeah. point. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. But somehow people find it so painful. Yeah. They're just not organised. It is. There's a lot of documentation to it. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say that it's an easy process. Yeah. But once you get it done, if you can save your money, yeah. it's worth your while. I think that's a very good point. And I also think the fact that you are in a position to 
understand the different offers that banks have and make sense of it to the consumer because yeah. 2% cashback sounds so appealing and yet it's going to cost you maybe 20 grand over, over the, 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 the term yeah. of your mortgage. You will pay it back. Yeah. Like, okay. Banks don't give money for nothing. Okay, <laughs> so then just to summarise, if you're a first-time buyer thinking about getting a mortgage, you need to get your repayment capacity absolutely up and running you definitely should talk to a mortgage broker e.g. Kieran, because he doesn't charge you anything and he'll tell you straight away if he yeah. can save you money yeah. he's going to be able to compare or he or she are going to be able to compare the different products and explain them to you and they're going to tell you what other things you need to get underway like paying back paying off loans that you have already yeah. or in any other way creating the right case for a bank yeah if you're not lo- if you're not um gonna buy in the next couple of months yeah. or you're planning on buying in the next twelve months, I can sit you down now and set you up for an easier approval in twelve months. Right. Yeah. I can kind of sit down and go, Okay, this is what you need to do, this is the amount you need to save. Yeah. This is what you need to clear, this is what you need to you know, you need to reduce your credit card debt. Yeah. You need to clear your personal loan. If you clear your personal loan, you qualify for A. If you don't, you qualify for B. I give you the levels that you will qualify for, okay. and then you know your purchasing power. Okay, great. Yeah. That really that would be a very useful conversation for it people is. to have and sooner rather than later. It, take, it takes half an hour and I set it up, and I've done it for clients. Um, they went away, and six months later, they bought the house that they wanted. Right. You know, fantastic. So that was it, and they were quite happy. I touch base them every couple of months, and make sure they're not going out. Yeah. <laughs> make sure they're not going on holidays. <laughs> make sure they're sitting at home and saving. <laughs> And then it was easy. They got the, you know, they got the house of their dreams. Fantastic. And they're happy out. And finally, Kieran, just before we leave the first-time buyers section, can I just ask you if your brother or sister was going to buy a house or planning to buy a house, what's the number one thing? What would you make sure they start doing? Repayment capacity, i.e., you're currently renting, or you're saving twelve to thirteen hundred a month. Mm-hmm. That's very important when the application is coming. Is being processed. Okay, for so how long? How long would they need to? Minimum of about six months. Six months. Okay. If you're renting and you're paying a thousand euro and you're saving three hundred, that's for paying capacity. Okay. Of thirteen hundred, and that could equate to three fifty to three seventy five of a loan, which is a good level of of repayment capacity proven. Um, any loans that you're paying at the moment that will be cleared prior to moving in that also will count on repayment capacity. Right. But repayment capacity for first time buyers is a must okay you, you definitely need it okay that would be the priority would be get that in place mm-hmm. have obviously a certain level of savings in place be in your job more than six months okay so permanent, more than six months right full-time permanent not subject to probation and mm-hmm. um, there's guidelines the central bank have guidelines in place mm-hmm. but the main one really is repayment capacity okay that would be the the first one that you would address okay the rest you know, if you're three months into the probation period, generally you can get a letter to sign off from your employer to sign off to say that you're you're going to be kept on after your probation period. Okay. And that would suffice. Okay, great. And then in terms of life insurance and things like that, what that comes near that comes after they get approval. Okay. Once the approval comes into place, they find a suitable property. We go to loan offer before they draw down. They need to have life cover in place. Okay. And um, both lives need need to be insured. It's in event of a debt. Mm-hmm. So if one party dies, the mortgage is cleared, and there's different levels of life cover that they right. can get. Um, there's a lot to it, so we can. 
Okay, but Generally are they? Number. But do you sell it to them as yeah. well? You, yeah, okay. I sell that to them as and well. And do you also sell the home cover? That um, home cover cover we have um, a business partner that deals with that. Okay, great. Brian Mullins Insurance. Okay. Um, we set, we contact them and they contact the clients. All right. And then in terms of borrowing capacity, we hear three and a half times and then they have to have savings of 10 percent. Yeah. Five to 10 percent. Five really. to 10 percent. Right? If it's a new bill, they'll get the help to buy scheme. OK. Which will cover up to five percent of the purchase price. So right. sometimes that helps out yeah. a lot of people, but it needs to be new built. If it's second hand, a lot of people would be getting um, a gift from their parents, parental yeah. gift. Yeah. That'll help, or else they come to the table with the full ten percent saved. And are there many exceptions? Like we hear about exceptions. Yeah. Is this a myth or is it reality? No, it's um, each lender has their own separate criteria to to exceptions. Yeah. Okay. You need to show higher repayment capacity, or okay. you need to have if you're going for four and a half times, it's between three and a half times. Anything above three and a half times, your income is an exception. Mm-hmm. There's also loan to value exceptions. Okay. Um, if it's a loan to income exception, you need to have a certain amount left over of your um, net disposable income. They increase it. So each lender has a different criteria. Right. Um, case by case situation, but okay. there is definitely exceptions out there to be to be had. What are the options for people who want to trade down? They have their house, they possibly have a fair bit of equity in their house, they want to buy something, but they can't afford to finance a purchase until they've sold their own house. They don't really want to sell their own house until they've found somewhere they do want to buy because they're a bit nervous, they're often a little bit older and not that keen to have that much uncertainty. So in the old days, I think it would have been a bridging loan they'd have gone for. Now, Kieran, what are, what are their options? A uh, bridging loan comes up every now and again. Mm. As a bridging loan, there's no bridging loans available at the moment. Okay. But there's always ways of... There know, are ways, are there? Egg, you, well, it's... It's not straightforward. People trade it down. If they're looking, they may need 10% of a, of a loan to cover signing the contracts. Okay. And stuff like that. Yes, yeah. There's equity release. Yeah. Um, products available. Yeah. Lender by lender. It's different on each lender. It varies kind of thing how mm-hmm. they do it. But it's, it, it is available. Bridging loans are not. Okay. Um, you can release, we can release money on the equity that you have in your current property to cover the... 10% or 20% yeah. contract deposits. Yeah. Um, but you just have to make sure that... Your own, your own sale sales. goes through. Yeah, that's right. the problem. There's not, like, majority of people that will downsize don't need a mortgage. It's no, just, it's just they it's need the to get their cash out of it. Between selling and buying. Yeah. But when you work with vendors or state agents and tell them this is the situation, you know, arrangements can become up can be made right as such like uh, one arrangement I've seen people use is if they have their son or their daughter who is a good pension pot and their son or their daughter buys the property to the pension okay. have you come across that one pension backed mortgages yeah uh, there's a few around but it's again then it's you don't own it I guess yeah, the pension owns yeah, it that's it at the end of the day your, your son and daughter there's obviously tax implications on that as well so mm-hmm. Um, majority of people just trade down and are cash buyers leave it at that yeah and do you see like have you is there an appetite for a bridging loan at the moment and from do you the think lenders y- no. 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 no no not no, interested they no they're definitely they not interested at all okay so that's not coming anytime yeah, no, soon no yeah I remember years ago it was but it was there was a lot to it and it was fiddling 
yeah, it was messy to get get through. Like, but now they just they don't have any appetite for it at all. Okay, yeah. so for downsizers, probably the best advice then is get very far advanced down the sale of your own house. That's going to fund your next purchase as far as. One as soon as you have a contract signed on the, your own house that you're selling, that puts you in a very strong position. Once as soon as the purchaser has signed a contract to buy your house, now you can go out shopping for your own house that you want to buy, and yeah. somehow or other the money can be produced can to be produced, yeah. to get you to contract yeah. stage. If you're still working on a trade down, and there's, you know, you can qualify for the full purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can reduce your mortgage then when your own property sells. So mm-hmm. again, the key is it's case by case with each lender. Yeah. They have different criteria and they qualify for different amounts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have to shop around. That's the key. Like brokers say it all the time. Shop around. Don't mm-hmm. feel no, no loyalty to your own bank. They may yeah. not necessarily accommodate what you want. No. Yeah, so... Okay, so in this case as well, you're happy to talk to people who want to trade down and see yeah, if what can be arranged guidance, for them. Yeah, yeah right. I was talking to a lady yesterday and she has a lot of equity in the property, mm-hmm. but she hasn't sold it and she wants to buy. So I was giving her advice on that. Like, right. And yeah, she needs to kind of really go sale agreed before she can do anything or else talk to the estate agent that's selling <coughs> the property she wants. Yeah. They'll talk to the vendor and the vendor might come up with it. Okay, we'll give you till the end of June. Right, a long closing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and accommodate that. Okay, that's great. And that's a good service to provide, given that you don't charge for it either. If you're able to help them, you can. And we're talking about people who want to trade up. Who do you see who's trading up? Do they do they tend to have equity in their house or do they tend to be in negative equity? And Majority of them now have come out of have come out of negative equity and have um, equity in their properties and they're looking at moving maybe from an apartment into a house. Right. Their family's expanding. Yeah. They need more space. Irish people traditionally will not raise children in an apartment. So mm-hmm. anyone that bought maybe say five, six, seven years ago mm-hmm. in the boom mm-hmm. um, that potentially might have an apartment are now looking at selling and trading up or alternatively keeping their existing apartment with rents being so strong at the moment there's a possibility that they could keep it yeah and buy their family home okay so again i'm sure inertia rules okay when people want to do this kind of thing it's hard enough to even get their heads around thinking of moving let alone think of moving finance provider as well so how much of a hassle is it for them if they come into you and they say i think we've got or break even in our house or we've maybe got a little bit of negative equity or a little bit of positive equity What's the next step for them then? The next step really is to sit them down and work out how much they qualify for, how much of uh, how much of equity they have, if they have any savings put towards it. Mm-hmm. The central bank guidelines are that they need 20% mm-hmm. okay. of the deposit. Yep. There is exceptions available to the rule. Many or? Um, they've reduced, the government reduced the exception that was 20%, now it's 10% right. of each lender over the, the calendar year. Right. So it has tightened it up a little bit, but it's the start of the year. Yeah. 1st of January there's a clean slate okay so everyone gets their fresh exemptions fresh exemptions from January 1 okay so that's yeah. a good time to be talking to yeah. you and this yeah. is a good time to be this talking to you this is a very good February. time now yeah. but banks have been monitoring their exception levels and like to keep they don't like to shut down for half the year yeah. they like to spread it out over the entire 12 months yeah so really people that are trading up need to you know if you have a negative equity it's not a it's not a, a, a that won't kill the deal 
Right, okay. You know, but it will be harder to get an exception if you have negative equity. Mm-hmm. If you have equity coming to the table and you have the 20%, repayment capacity, while not as important as it was for first-time buyers, mm-hmm. it's relevant. Mm-hmm. You need to have a good repayment record with mm-hmm. your current bank. Mm-hmm. Your current bank's not all, not always going to have the best offer for you also, so we just do the shopping around, if you wish. KBC, Bank of Ireland, AIB. Mm-hmm. We just do... Um, comparables on each other on every other lender right sure and work out how much you qualify for right and are they typically extending their loan term let's say they bought their initial apartment for on a 30 year mortgage typically are they trying to extend that or are they not um well each bank has got a retirement age right they will do a mortgage to for instance someone will do it to 66 right someone will do it to 68 uh-huh. Some of them will do it to 70 if you have a pension in place. Okay. Okay, so there's potential there that you can get a mortgage up to your 70 if you have a pension. And it depends what age you are. If you're 40, you get a 30-year term. They won't do a 35-year in a trade-up. The max term you could get really for a trade-up is 30 years. Right. But it, sometimes it will make a difference on when you're doing the calculations mm-hmm. and how much you qualify for. Mm-hmm. If it's done over 25 to 30 years, generally... Your own bank may only look at it over 25 years. You could go to a different bank. They could look over 30 years. You could qualify for ten or €15,000 more of a loan. Yeah. And that could make a difference in your buying your, your yeah. ideal home, your dream home as such, when you're trading up. Sure. And I think every time I talk to you, Kieran, that is what strikes me so much, is I kind of think of finance as a wall. It's all the same stuff. But when I talk to you, I realise every bank has its own preferences, its own way of looking at things, its own type of client it's trying to attract, and you know who yeah, they are. Exactly. So yeah. if someone comes to you and they're working for themselves or if they're about to retire in five years' time, you're much more likely to know which is a fit, which bank is a fit for them yeah, than exactly. they yeah. are. Yeah. And their own bank might not be at all the right fit for them. Yeah. Right. You have somebody close to retirement and they're looking at trading down, they're 60, mm-hmm. and they go to their own bank, they could be um applicable to a five-year term mm-hmm. and that would make even if you're borrowing 100 that would make the repayments substantially higher than if you stretch it out and you, you qualify for a 10-year term right okay um self-employed people and um, some banks will look at your own bank may need average income over the last three years some banks look at tw- that two years mm-hmm. some banks will look at one year's trading mm-hmm. and draft accounts for 12 months so it's case by case again and I just saw in the news, I think this morning, that Pepper are looking at one year's trading. Is that right for people who are working? Yeah, or, within or, reason. Within reason, Yeah, right? within reason. Right. It's not exactly, okay, you're one year, but they will look at it. Yeah, okay. And it depends on the profession. I suppose if you're one year into it and draft accounts, you need to have full one, one, one year confirmed accounts. Right. Um, but they will look at it. It's, they have announced they will look at um, self-employed people. Okay. With a lot more ease okay well that's good yeah because I was checking and apparently in Ireland 17% of the population is self-employed okay I didn't realise that yeah Yeah, it's quite I actually would have thought it was a bit higher yeah Yeah. Yeah, that was an OECD site I was looking at for people who are thinking of trading up it does seem to make sense to talk to a mortgage broker because they are going to have a much better sense of which financial institution is the right fit for you they might be able to get you a longer term they might be able to get you a higher value a better rate yeah and it, you don't charge anything you'll no. know immediately if you can do something for them or not yeah. so great okay yeah. thanks for that
So, Kieran, some of, in fact, an increasing number of my clients are people who are Irish people living abroad and they're, they want to buy something in Ireland, either to move home to within a year or to move home to in due course and rent out until they do come home. There are options, or maybe a family member would live in it until they come home. So, if I'm living abroad in America, in Canada, in Sydney, in France, and I'm earning good money, and I'd like to borrow money to buy a property in Ireland. What should I do or who should I talk to? Could I talk to you? Yep. Okay, great. Talk to your broker. Well, obviously talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a product available. It's specifically set up by Haven, which is the broker ring of AIV. Right. It's, um, it's for people living abroad, living mm-hmm. outside the EU, potentially in Australia, looking to buy a property now. With, with intent to move back in the next two or three years. Okay, so, and they they would typically offer 65%. 65% to the value. So then... At home loan rates. At home loan rates, which yeah. are... Which are... Standard mortgage standard, rates yeah, here. Yeah, Okay, so they're not being penalised in not any way other than not, the percentage yeah. of deposit they have to come up there's with. There's home loan rates and there's buy-to-let rates. Okay, right. If you're buying an investment property, the banks will charge you a higher premium on your, on your interest rate than okay. your standard home loan rate. Right. Um, but Haven will look at this as a home own rate purchase. Okay. You're not going to rent it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you need to have sixty five percent of. Oh no! You 35. need to have 35% as a deposit. Yeah. Um. You need to have. Okay, it's viewed. Okay, tradesmen. We're going to say tradesmen, for instance, mm-hmm. in Australia, mm-hmm. are paid a lot higher than they are now. Yeah. You might be earning. One hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Working in Australia, but when you come back here, you may earn forty. Yeah. Forty-five. This is just an example. Yeah. They will look at the average wage of your profession. Okay. In Ireland, mm-hmm. you won't. When they work it out, you're not gonna. If I don't know, it's hundred grand. You, Australian dollars. I'd have. I don't know. But let's say it's, just for argument's sake. Let's okay. say it's seventy-five. They won't calculate on your your income in Australia. They will underwrite it at the average income of a whatever your when trade. When you return home. When you oh right okay yeah, yeah. right Within, you know if it if there's a little bit of they'll they'll give you a little bit of leeway on it. They might meet you off the coast they'll, of England or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, they will. They'll kind of look at it and say, okay, um, a carpenter returning back to um Tipperary is not going to be earning eighty grand. Yeah. You know, they could potentially earn maybe 40 to grand and yeah. they look at it that way. Okay. Because they don't want to put too much pressure on you when you come mm-hmm. back home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a good product. It's very popular. Okay. And you just said something there, they're not going to rent it out. Just just to be clear about that. Because it's a holiday home product. It's a holiday home. Yeah. Okay. There can't be any mention that you're going you're gonna to rent it out until you come home. Okay. Um, it's strictly a holiday home product and that's what it's, it's geared for. Okay. People that have... If you're buying in Dublin, you, you know, if you previously lived in the area or you have family in the area, yeah. you, have, you have some connection to the area. Yeah. Um, and it's not just a case of a flat investment property. If you're looking for an investment property and you're working overseas, it's a different product. So, But it is possible to get that it kind of a product. Yeah. But you might get higher rates. Higher rates. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not... A lot of banks don't deal with people that earn outside the EU. Okay. They won't take any income into account. Okay, outside the EU, right? Yeah, it, it's it's not straightforward. There's a lot to that. Okay. But if we're talking about the holiday home, it's sixty five percent loan to value. Obviously, you can show repayment capacity. Yeah. 
they'll take your rent if you're renting at the moment and you're in Australia or if you bought in Australia yeah. they will obviously have to that's ongoing debt so they'll, that'll reduce the amount that you'll um, you'll borrow mm-hmm. um, you need to have surplus you need to have regular savings and repayment capacity is also important there right. and connection to the area right yeah but you know it's popular a lot of people have done it I've done a good few loans myself last year okay great and hope to do more and Karen can be contacted at 086 086 380 380 6162 6162 great thanks Karen right thanks did you enjoy this podcast if so we'd If you think you'd benefit from some professional help with your next property transaction, then head over to brefneokelly.ie to see which of our three property services might be best for you. Thanks for listening.